You are listening to Mosaic's Midweek Podcast. Through a series of personal reflections and stories, we share how the kingdom of God is breaking into our hearts and our city as it is in heaven. Thanks for listening. Hey, Mosaic, this is Wes Mills, and you are listening to the Mosaic Weekly for Wednesday, February the 10th. And you know, for most of us, we all sort of live with this low-grade anxiety, a life made up of hurry and productivity and accumulation of stuff and accomplishment. We all want more things. We all desire more status. We all run out of time during the day. It's the treadmill that we can't seem to get off of. And when we do, we revert back to a world of comparison. And so we are on it to keep up. And yet by being on it, we are burning out. It's just this endless sort of cycle. And this past year, at least in my own life, uh, it hasn't made me more anxious. It's just revealed my anxiety. Kind of like if there was a hole in the roof of my house I don't notice it if it's not raining. But when it pours, the rain itself doesn't create the hole in the roof. It just exposes it. And in my own life, and I think in the lives of many others, I am realizing the only way to combat and resist the current of anxiety is to alter my way of being in the world. Ronald Rollheiser is a Catholic theologian. And how he talks about the state of our souls is just right on the nose. This is what he says. So much of our unhappiness comes from comparing our lives, our friendships, our loves, our commitments, our duties, our bodies to some idealized and non-Christian vision of things, which falsely assures us that there is a heaven on earth. And when that happens, and it does, our tensions begin to drive us mad into a cancerous restlessness. True restfulness, though, is a form of awareness, a way of being in life. It is living ordinary life with a sense of ease, gratitude, appreciation, peace, and prayer. We are restful when ordinary life is enough. The word a cancerous restlessness is just striking to me. It's like this disease that is slowly eating away at our souls. If you have been following along with our uh, daily encounter reading plan of the New Testament, you'll notice that today is Philippians 4. And as I read it, there is really no way to read it and live at the pace we are living. And years ago, Eugene Peterson wrote his interpretation of what the Bible was saying, and he called it the message. Now, I don't think that Eugene's words are the words of God, and I think they need to be read carefully and with an understanding that they are his words. And yet, I do think his interpretation of Philippians 4, 4 through 7, is very helpful. So I am going to read what he says over you. Celebrate God all day, every day. I mean revel in Him. 
Make it as clear as you can to all you meet that you're on their side, working with them and not against them. Help them see that the master is about to arrive. He could show up any minute. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. And before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. A joy in God. The the peace of God protecting our hearts like some sort of fortified wall around a city. A life released from the treadmill of anxiety and status. What does this life look like? To me, it's a slowing down. The pace we are living at right now will not allow us to quietly, in the car, thank God for the sun in February. It does not allow us to enjoy the food for our lunch. It does not allow us to find peace in a world of hostility. It does not allow us to find joy over the accomplishments of our kids. But slowing down... To find our life in God is the anecdote for a world of noise. It's where contentment lives. Or as where Rollheiser says, when ordinary life is enough. Paul goes on to say in his letter to the church of Philippi, I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger abundance, and need. In other words, I have the secret of contentment, and he has a name, Jesus. And because of Jesus, we have this bizarre oneness. The scriptures call it union with God. We have breath in our lungs. We have security in our spirit. We have freedom from the allures of things like accomplishment, status, accumulation of stuff, and freedom to live with God without fear, without concern, without wondering if you will accept our request of him. We can live with this sort of compelling lightness to us, where we know the world is dark and heavy, and sometimes our own lives are dark and heavy, but we are not overcome by the darkness or the heaviness or the uncertainty, or the low-grade anxiety that is within us. We live with this alternative joy, this counter-peace 
So today, live into that. Followers of Jesus should be the most sane, grounded people in the world. We're not in a hurry, and we're not caught up in the frenzy. The Lord is at hand, it says in Philippians, right here with us. Let us be reminded to just be a couple of deep breaths throughout the day, the reminder that God in this moment is nearer to us than we could ever fathom. And to be honest, receiving this love may be our most difficult task today. But it is the posture that will lead to the abundant life that is promised. Grace and peace.